Sometimes you think you'll be fine by yourself Cause the dream is a wish that you make all along It's easy to feel like you don't need help But it's harder to walk on your own It's changing inside When you realize the world comes to life fun so what we're gonna do is we're gonna turn off the tv now because we are gonna have to turn off my hotspot real quick just one quick little clicky do welcome back to truth sickle y'all i'm your hostess nanami suzuki coming to you live from davidson michigan today we're celebrating my return to the church again um <laughs> wow um <laughs> i am so excited to talk about how i came back to the faith overnight i know it's absolutely crazy how much i mean <laughs> it's absolutely crazy how much my podcast is changing 
Now, I felt myself being pulled in when I walked to Mass the other day. I felt accepted and I felt joy. I was safe. I didn't have anything to be afraid of. And now, more than usual, I feel the pull of the Lord speaking to my heart, telling me that I need to come back to Him. He knew I needed Him, and all night long, like literally, I've been (laughs) driven to write down prayers and throw away everything pagan. All the pagan books, the tarot cards, even my ritual items and altar have been destroyed. And I have set up a new altar, only for Jesus and adoration of my Savior and Messiah. Well, (laughs) I will never again turn away from my Catholic roots. I feel like a brand new person because of this. Jesus has literally spoken to my heart, and there is nothing in this world or in the spirit world that can pull me away ever again. I won't allow it. So, if you'll... (laughs) So, if y'all are interested in how this event in my life took place, stick around. I'll be right back after these messages. Hello and welcome back to Truthsicle. I'm your hostess, Nanami Suzuki, coming at you live from Davidson, Michigan. Howdy do, howdy do. Okay, woo. <laughs> Let's get started today. Okay, so today's topics are two topics. One topic is confusion. Um confusion of um faith and religion um i got told that i can't be both pagan and christian i thought about it for a little bit and i was like hmm i can't be pagan and i can't be christian at the same time So I was thinking about it for the longest time. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are confusing as fuck. Just, y'all are confusing. Literally. And then there is the second topic of... Whether or not I'm declaring my faith or not. Um, It has been placed on my heart several hundred times to go through my journey as Catholic. Because Catholicism suits me the most from what I've experienced. Um, the reason being is, I was raised Catholic, and um, 
Another reason being is there's a lot of chance for corruption in following a pagan faith when there's no one to guide me through it or teach me what I need to know so that I can avoid the troubles. Plus, I kind of lost interest in the pagan faith when um, a bunch of people started talking crap about Christians. I mean, I don't enjoy that. Especially when I had to read that script during that one um, podcast episode that I did. That script was annoying. Um, and I had to do it according to what the person said because I was being paid to do what they said. So if either I did what they said or I didn't get paid. So, you know. I would much rather take my journal here, which is what I have right here in front of me. This journal right here in front of me is my war binder. <coughs> it's more like a bullet journal type thing, but there's no bullets in it for bullet journaling, mainly. It's just mostly... Um me being artsy-fartsy for a while. <laughs> so I just basically go with that kind of thing around me. It's artsy-fartsy, but it's my personal journal. This is where I keep my prayers. This is where I keep my thoughts. This is where I write down Bible verses when I get them, because sometimes I don't get a notification for a new Bible verse until a new week starts. Um, it is currently um, Advent, and it is most likely the best time of the year. For me, it's the best time of the year, because... We're preparing ourselves for Jesus. And symbolically, we're preparing for the birth of Jesus. Um, the birthday of Jesus. The day Jesus is born. Kind of like how people did it back in the day. They were preparing for Jesus' birth. Boy, were they surprised when they discovered that the person that was going to be born wasn't some person on a... Um, a big white horse that was just going to be galloping in in shining armor, looking like uh, a king should look. Um, boy. <laughs> Jews really had it in for themselves. Um, but yeah, back then, that was the custom to make up ideas about what was going to be going on. To sit there and literally... Um, question 
the truth that was being told to them. Look, you guys, <laughs> your Messiah has already come. But you guys still act like your Messiah hasn't even come yet. Well, as Christians, we know. We know, for sure, who our Messiah is. I mean, why else would somebody be willingly put up... Why would someone willingly put up with so many people beating on them, spitting at them, treating them badly, and not do anything back? Someone who gets scared like we do, someone who gets angry like we do. I mean, come on, you guys saw what happened. You guys read about what happened at the temple. Come on. This guy got mad. <laughs> People were disrespecting his father. He has every right to be upset about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And then when he got mad, the Pharisees got mad at him because they thought he didn't have any right to be upset about something like that. But turns out, the dude is the son of their god. So yeah, he has every right to be upset when someone disrespects his father. Ten Commandments. Those are a bitch to obey. Especially since we don't really obey the Ten Commandments with our idolatry and everything in this world. We have a lot of idolatry. It's difficult to completely obey every single Ten Commandments because the world today has so many different standards of what things are okay and what things are not okay. So nowadays, standards have kind of greatly improved on what is considered idolatry and what is not. I am shocked by a lot of it. Um, to tell you the truth, I never once imagined Any life or person, sorry, that would, ah, oh, damn it, I lost my, tra I lost track of what I was saying. I got distracted by my artwork. Um... This is how you can tell that I'm not scripted right now. Um, it's talking from the heart. I totally forgot what I was saying. I need to drink some more juice. <laughs> just like, I just, yeah. Well, I kind of figured out in the last um, few months that when I lose track of what I'm saying, it's probably something I don't need to be saying. So, what I'm doing now is trying to figure out what else to say to move on from that. Um, let's see. So, I talked about the topic of idolatry. Talked about the topic of the Ten Commandments being easily broken and easily forgiven. Um, 
It's really weird, though, because... I feel like we're led to believe... A lot of falseness in the world. Um, we're led to believe that certain people are evil when they're really not. I mean, they're just not practicing the same faith. That doesn't make them evil. That just means they practice a different faith and you shouldn't be hating on them. I mean, come on. The Bible specifically teaches about love, but what do we actually really freaking do during the entire day of our life? We are hateful towards people on a regular basis, and we should not be. We should be loving each other and taking care of each other and doing the exact thing that Jesus said we should be doing. But we're not doing what Jesus said we should be doing. We're not doing that at all. <laughs> <clears throat> We are not loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. We, I mean, that is a commandment from Jesus himself. To love each other as we love ourselves. Well, if we don't love ourselves, how are we supposed to love each other? Well, it's pretty simple. Start learning to love yourselves. And then go out into the world and express your love for others. Because... That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to show love. But if we can't show love, then we're not meant to go to heaven. And I've seen a lot of people that sit there and say, Oh, I love you. And then they'll beat the fuck out of you for no goddamn reason. That's not love. That is. Yes, I'm going based off of personal experience. Um, throughout my entire 25 years of living, I have never once discovered a person that actually showed me true love. I have never discovered a single person who I could trust, who I really gave a damn about, that would actually give a damn about me too. And I have once or twice returned to the church and left the church. Because there's a lot of things that turn me off about it, you know? You don't sit there and tell somebody about their sexuality with a certain sexuality or something like that, that God hates them. That's not true. God does not hate them. God dislikes what they're doing. It does not mean that he hates them themselves. You guys need to get the message straight. Homosexuality may not be okay in God's eyes, but that does not mean that the person themselves are hated. God loves everybody equally. And you have no right to tell somebody that they're not loved because they have a homosexual tendency. No. You tell them, no matter what you do, Jesus loves you. Not what you do, but who you are. Because in his eyes, you are his child. That is exactly how it should be. That is exactly how you should see things. That is exactly what you should be teaching each other. Not going out. 
and getting violent towards each other because you yourself hate homos. Do not use Jesus' name to back up your hatred for somebody. Because that's disrespectful. Uncalled for. And <laughs> just plain not okay. I mean, how would you feel if you were one of them and you discovered that you were one of them? You discovered that you, too, are a homosexual. Um, and you've been preaching against homosexuality your whole life. Come to find out, you're a homosexual. What do you do then? See, it's the hatred towards people that you don't understand that causes a lot of trouble in this world. This is why we have a lot of wars. This is why we have a lot of discontent among people. This is why we have a lot of social reforms. This is why we have a lot of social wars. A lot of religious backfire. Because we preach against something we should not be preaching against. We're preaching against people. Not what they do, but the people themselves. And it's not okay. It's not okay. We don't have the right to do that. Nobody has the right to do that. Nobody has the right to hate anyone. But we do it because we feel unsafe. Or I might be homosexual. I don't like myself. So I'm going to preach against it because I don't like myself. Grow up. Grow a pair. Stop being a butthole. Like, literally, you guys actually really offend a lot of people by doing what you guys have been doing. I mean, when you sit there and tell somebody that they are worthless in God's eyes, that is wrong. That is not something you should be telling somebody. That is not helping people come to God. That is not helping people turn away from their sins. That is not helping people at all. You want people to turn away from their sins. you got to help them in a pleasant way. Not a verbally bashing, bully type of way. Because that's what you're doing when you sit there and you go to these public places and you publicly humiliate and defame all these homosexuals. You are bullying them. It is a form of bullying when you sit there and you verbally bash somebody publicly. And you shout at them hateful things all their lives. This is why they don't want to be Christian. 
is not because they are heathens and unholy beings. It is because of you guys telling them they're not loved. Who would want to be worshipping a god that doesn't love them? In their eyes, they're not loved anymore. And you guys need to correct yourselves. You guys need to check yourselves before you wreck yourselves. Because that is not okay. It is not okay. Jesus doesn't agree with it. God doesn't agree with it. The angels don't agree with it. It's best that you guys shape up. Start preaching against the things that are more evil. Like worshipping Satan. Or worshipping the devil. Curses and hexes are a regular thing. That people do on a regular basis. Without realizing it. Half the time people say, oh I wish this would happen to you. You basically put a curse on somebody. You just spoke what you wanted to happen to that person. You just put your intentions out into the world. You just curse on that person. Whether you're Christian or not, you've done it. When you sit there and say, oh, I wish so-and-so would have this happen to them. You just put a curse on that person. You don't realize it, but you just did witchcraft. Lighting candles on a regular basis. Witchcraft. Everything is witchcraft. Everything that we do is witchcraft. Everything stems from the pagan faith. Pagan practices. We just give it a different name. Ritualistic things such as the Eucharist. Whether you guys realize it or not, that in itself, because it is a ritual, is pagan. But you guys didn't want to accept the Gnostic ideas of Jesus. You guys threw them out of the Bible. And pretty sure it's said several times in the Bible not to change it, not to remove anything from it, because it is important. When you don't show the entire teachings, there's a lot that can go wrong. That's why there's a separate religion called the Gnostics. Because they read the Book of Thomas, the Book of Mary Magdalene, and all of that 
because they were removed from the original Bible. All of it's been removed from the original Bible. The original Bible has a lot more books in it than what they give us. But that's just how it is. People change things to match their own agenda. And that's how life is. People turn things around, they hear something one way, but they like it said another way because it suits their um, goal. But nobody expects that goal to actually be darker than what they believe it is. Because once you take someone's words and turn it around for your own benefit, you've done, gone, and stolen something made it a sinful act. Because when you sit there and you say somebody says that God dislikes unjust people. People can turn around and turn that into something like God dislikes people that don't follow the Ten Commandments. Or, God dislikes people who are unjust. Basically, people who don't follow the law are people that God hates. Next thing you're going to do is you're going to start taking that, and you're going to start preaching at prisons that God hates the people that are in the prison. Because they're unjust. You see where I'm going with this? It's the same basic thing that goes on with homosexuality. Because people don't like homosexuals, they think it's okay to turn around and say, God doesn't like homosexuals. But truth be told, Jesus himself never once said anything against homosexuality. Never said anything against it. You guys are basing things off of an Old Testament. That's the Old Testament. Things have changed, my friend. The gods have changed. And yes, the gods. Because you're basically worshipping two separate deities. Jesus and God, a.k.a. Yahweh. So, when someone calls you guys out on that, you guys are like, no, they're one God. They're a trinity. They're one God. They're one person. Well, if that's the case, then why are they considered different 
separate deities with separate roles. Why do they have their own separate backstories? It's because they're the same god in your guys' eye, because they are connected as one, because one is the father and one is the son. That's how it's preached and how it's taught. But a lot of people get confused with that. That's basically what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of people that are confused about it. And yeah, I got a little confused too once or twice. It can't be helped. And that's just basically pretty much what I have to say on that part. Um, I'm going to do a little bit more research. I'm going to find some more things to talk about, and I'll be right back. Recording. Down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, come on down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way in who shall wear. To pray. 
As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall win? The starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sinners, let's go down, come on down, come on down. <laughs> that was fun. Bye. 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 Bye.
hands of innocence, of your silly beloved son, Lord Jesus Christ, in a song for our sins, and those of the whole world for the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake sorrowful passion. Mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of sorrowful passion. Mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of this sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Turn, Father, I offer you. Have mercy on us 
of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole Yeah. 
of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Ooh, that was a hiccup.
Jesus become a real drag. Everybody hates him. Uh-uh, not that guy over there. Who, him? They all say he's different. They say he's really weird. We don't care what people say. To us, he's always there. Really?
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.